Thank you for downloading and listening to the Briam Bible Church Sunday Morning Podcast. Briam Bible Church is located in Shoreline, Washington, morning worship at 11, and many more events throughout the week. For more information, please visit our website at www.bereanshoreline.org. Uh, years ago, years and years and years ago, when I first decided I was going to go into ministry, I, I had absolutely no desire whatsoever in my heart to enter into youth ministry. There, I said it. I absolutely did not want to go into youth ministry. My thoughts, my, my goals were that I was going to graduate from Grace Bible College and go plant a church where I grew up, where I was from, because most of the people I know do not know the Lord. And I wanted to go back and I wanted to do that. And so as I was doing my internship at Berean Bible Church in Grand Rapids, which is now Rush Creek, I, I had a senior pastor that I could glean wisdom from. I had a CE pastor to glean wisdom from. I had a worship pastor to glean wisdom from. And they had no youth pastor. And I said, well, this is going to be difficult because I figure I should learn something in all of those areas, especially in the youth ministry, if I'm going to go plant a church. So they sort of threw me to the wolves, and in I went, and they said, why don't you see what you can do? And uh, we had about mm, 18 or 20 students in the youth room, and, and I started to do my first Sunday school lesson with them, and I realized that at about, per, at about five minutes in, I was bombing fast. And so I just set my Bible down, and I said, we're going to stop the class for a second. Why are you here? And I asked that, all the kids, why are you here? And, and, and I got a mixed, uh, mixed responses that started to become more bold as they realized they could say anything they wanted to me. And it started off with sort of, you know, I don't know. And, and as, it, as it progressed, I got to, uh, because my parents make me come, to which I, of course, said, good. Um, and, and just as we went around, uh, I, I, heard, I heard complaints, I heard uh, sincerity, I heard really great stuff. And when we, were, when we were done with all that, I said, okay, well, it's really good to know where you're all at. And then I picked my Bible again, and one of the kids, one of the last ones, he goes, uh 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 what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, and I went... I said, I'm here to make sure that you don't make the same stupid mistakes I made when I was your age. I didn't know the Lord when I was their age. And I know what's out there. Six months later, I was candidating for the position for youth pastor, and I said, what are you, crazy? And it turns out I am. But it's through the ministry I've been able to see people's lives touched. I've been able to see these teenagers who I still firmly believe could run church. And I know that that has caught, I've said that in the past and it has caused some friction for me because folks think that I'm talking about a mass revolt, an uprising, a revolution. I'm not. I'm not. But having taught adult classes here and youth classes here, we're all the same. We have the same fears, the same, the same issues that we deal with. 
but you know that they haven't become hardened to some of the things in life yet. They ask those questions. What are you doing here? And so this is why I'm in youth ministry. And, and who knows how long I'll be in youth ministry and maybe when the wheels of my wheelchair no longer function. But I, I don't know. But for now, I'm here, and this is what I'm doing. And, and for now, you're here, and this is what we need to be doing. This is what we need to be doing, is encouraging our teenagers. And so on the flip side of that, this morning, hopefully, we're going to be able to encourage you. Would you pray with me as we are about to open Philemon? Father God, I thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Because frankly, he's it. He's the reason that we're here. To grow in him, to learn from him, to be, to be every day redeemed from our sin and our past, to be grown closer to you, to, to know you better, to fellowship with each other, to see God moving in each other's lives. We're here because of you, Father. We pray that you would bless this time together, that it would be an encouragement to all, all who are in this room and all who are listening over the internet, all who could not be here, who can read from the bulletins that we have. Father, this is your glory day, and we thank you for it, and we praise you in your son's name. Amen. I would love, I don't know about you, you probably have thought this, but I would love to have a sit-down conversation with the Apostle Paul and talk with him predominantly about the introduction of all of his epistles. I just love how he dives right straight into prayer. So anything that he starts to talk about, we're in Philemon, anything he starts to discuss with his readership involves prayer. Verse 4. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers. Because I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. I love that. That the first thing that Paul wants to talk with him about is thank God. See, it's all about him. He's the reason we're here. As much as we may enjoy each other, we're here because of the spirit that's been put in us that stitches us together and holds us. We're a family. We're a family. And Paul thanks God and continues to pray for them. I love how each service we talk about our prayer requests and we have prayer requests in the bulletin. I wonder if Paul just prayed on Sunday for the list that was in the bulletin at the church in Colossae or the church in Ephesus or the church in Rome? Or do you think that maybe he was praying for those believers that were maybe without a church home? Do you think maybe he was praying that the door could be opened, that he could share his faith without, with those who were without Christ? I think Paul's prayer list was probably pretty huge. And the things that he's praying for this man, Philemon, 
verse 5. Because he hears about his faith in the Lord, Jesus Christ, and his love for all the saints, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you'll have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. I heard someone say once that faith is the remembering of God's work in your life. I like that definition. Faith is the remembering of God's work in your life. How's your faith? I think it can be easy to fix with that definition. All of us can look back on God's working in our lives. And those of us who have a little bit more mileage and time with the Lord can look back at the most amazing places that God has stepped in. We can be people of faith. Love. Love blesses. Love serves. Love encourages. But most of all, love is for God's glory. And that's what Paul is saying here. That your faith would bless and encourage not so you feel good, but so for God's glory. But it still feels good to give God the glory. So that we can be active. And here he is praying again that Philemon can be active. Active in sharing his faith. Maybe it's because sharing your faith has been something that's been difficult ever since we could in the Christian church. And Paul's encouraging Philemon, go to it. Step out. Open the door. Talk to your neighbor. Talk to your slaves. Talk to your friends. Talk about the Lord Jesus Christ for his glory. Share that faith. And as you do so, interesting, interesting relationship. As you do so, you will grow in your relationship. Love. Love brings joy. Love brings encouragement. And Paul says, love refreshes the heart. How do we share August 5th to August 18th with you in a morning service? There were too many situations, activities, opportunities, stories. There's too many. Too many. But we want to do as best that we can so that we can encourage you because you were just as much a part of us going on that trip. Your prayers, your encouragement, your financial assistance and support, you were there with us. And so we want to share. I have about a seven-minute video that I'd like to show. Includes some of the music that we that we use down there in Puerto Rico. It is not our our praise band. We didn't have the recording capacity for that. But I'd ask that we watch this video. Father, I want to thank you for these uh, leaders and young people that represented us in Puerto Rico, uh, working in the camp, working with the young people in the barrio, uh, many who um, have little uh, opportunity to have fun, and to, uh, but also have fun and, uh, and to be, uh, have a chance to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. And to hear and, and to enjoy uh, the things that uh, that we can provide for them, and we pray, Lord, for the uh, the love that was shared, the songs, the work, the interaction, 
that Lord will bring a lasting impression that boys and girls, young people will come to know Christ the Savior. Uh, some will be encouraged to serve you. And we pray for those young people even right now, Father, and I'll lift them up to you and lift Kayla up to you. We look forward to our missions conference next week. And we thank you again for the time we've had together today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.